You're now listening to J House Radio in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. You are now listening to J House Podcast Radio in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 2. Hey you guys, welcome back to another episode. This is the official J House episode 30 coming to you direct. And this day, um, we're covering Black Klansmen. This is my official review and I know a lot of you are probably wondering like, oh my gosh, this title this is going to be intriguing. And I think it is. I think it's time that we um, sort of broke this down to... Um, you know to talk about it because it's something that I've never talked about before on the on the on the uh, on the show, but um, we're gonna talk about Black Klansmen and the the just what it did as as a film as a film. And first off, let me start by saying that this is Spike Lee's best movie. It's in my opinion, this is the best Spike Lee movie ever made why because it attacks the most deepest important issue i think that our generation is facing in today's world which is basically you know race relations and the movie shocked me um starting out with alec baldwin doing a a monologue and um what's the movie called that they talked about um what's the movie called um it was the the super old movie uh birth of a nation and, and oh my god like i heard i've heard about this movie before in history class and what it was about and i was like oh my gosh and they played it in the background as he was saying this speech and it shocked me um just because i wasn't you know i wasn't expecting to get this much of an in-depth look about what white supremacists wanted you know back then and the the root of where they were really coming from you know not just attacking the jews but really just wanting this america for themselves and really just trying to get you know back to this standard of white america that they thought they set out to um, making a beginning, which of course America never ended up becoming that. It became a nation of opportunity for uh, all races, and it worked out pretty well. You know, everybody, you know, even immigrants, you know, even immigrants come here. You know, they apply, get applications, green card, and and everything is kind of meshed together. America's become that melting pot, and it's it's never going to be a pure white America, but. Um, Going forward into the film, John David Washington's character is sort is um coming into the Colorado Springs Police Department and becomes the very first uh black cop to be there. And on his first day on the job, he's already catching flack and his first assignment is to talk to this girl um who's um at the Black Panther uh rallies. And so he infiltrates that meeting and then ends up uh, falling for that girl, sort of, and seeing what 
seeing where they were coming from. And on the other hand, after that, he um, he ends up uh, investigating the Ku Klux Klan a little bit later down in the story, which is where I really wanted to get to. And so they launched the investigation and put him in head charge of it. And and I was like, the amount of of definition put into telling a story like this was amazing. And so his character falls in love with this woman, and he's like, yeah, I'm all for the empowerment of black people. I'm not a cop or anything. But little does she know he's actually a detective um, investigating the Ku Klux Klan. And so he gets in with the Ku Klux Klan. Um, Adam Driver's character covers for him as he talks in real life um, while John David Washington's character talks on the phone, which is a genius idea, and it works. Um, but Adam Driver's character, lo and behold, is a Jew, and so, um, people, you know, they don't, they don't recognize that, you know, they're like, oh no, (laughs) but he, he's getting tested hard, man, he's getting tested super duper hard, because he's a Jew, and, and I like the writing in this, because John David, John David's character says something so profound, um, to Adam Driver, and he's like, um, why are you trying to run from this, why are you trying to act like you don't have skin in the game, and I'm like, that really brought a message of unity to me, because, um, and I felt, I felt that line, um, I felt that line deeply, because, you know, people can fight all day that are different skin colors, and, and things like that, but, you know, we all have to realize that against something like white supremacy, in which they're against everybody, you know, we all have skin in that game. That's us, no matter whether you're a Jew, a black, Mexican, Asian, uh, it doesn't matter, you know, it, it really doesn't matter. So, you know, that line really resonated, and they had to go deeper and deeper into the investigation, so, you know, coming from that standpoint, I just think, I just think it, it, and the movie got deep, you know, all the movies aside, all the movie aside, you know, um, I just, I just really got shocked because, you know, the amount of hate, the amount of hate that people, um, go through daily, you know, just because they're a different skin color, and I'm black myself, you know, I'm a black guy myself, but, you know, I'm, I'm like, dang, the hate for, for blacks and different races is this, it's this bad, you know, was it like 60 something, 60 something or so years ago, and we're still going through this, you know, I mean, of course, the social climate has changed, and there's more interracial, um, there's more interracial relation than ever, you know, but there's still that thousand something people that are still racist, you know, that are still screaming, you know, white power and, and things like that. And not only that, but the percentage of people that are super duper ignorant, you know, that are super ignorant to, um, 
to to what they're saying to people. You know, I got guys online that I play online with on PlayStation and and you know like in a PlayStation chat party what can you do? You can only report somebody. You know, you can't track those people down and then try to, you know, do something to them. So it really kind of gives them a free will to say whatever they want. And I've heard I've heard white guys in chat parties you know, use the N word, you know, with the R at the end like that, you know, and they don't have that pass to say that they're not allowed to say that, you know what I'm saying? But they say it and they use it and they just play with it like it's and even Mexican people, too, you know, and other people say it, too. But, you know, when we say it, when black people say it, that's that's just that's different because it's it's their word. It's our word, you know. And so when when so when you got you know, white people using it like that, and I'm not being racist, or I'm not, I'm not being indifferent to anybody, because I'm, I don't see color, that's why the podcast is named Why Color Doesn't Exist, because I don't believe in color, I believe on the inside appearance of everybody, we all bleed the same blood, we all bleed red, we're all humans, you know, so it really doesn't matter to me, you know what I'm saying, but when you got white guys saying that like that and using that openly out of ignorance and just playing, you know, and, and some and some of it is not ignorant. Some of them actually know better. It's very angering and it's upsetting that they treat it like a joke like that. And it's people out there using that word like that and thinking, you know, and then I'll turn around, oh, I was just kidding, you know, I'm not racist. No, you don't know what that word entails. You don't know the history behind that word and what happened to a species of people um, that were called that word. You don't. So, you know, you don't get, you don't get to say stuff like that. And it's freaking crazy. It's, It's crazy, you know, but people are ignorant. They're very ignorant. And some of these guys out here just play with it like that. So, you know, but back to the movie, you know, eventually, you know, um, eventually the character ends up uh, talking to Topher Grace's uh, interpretation of David Duke, who is the head of the Ku Klux Klan. And (coughs) that's a deep role for somebody to play, you know, for somebody to play John, uh, uh, for somebody to play the head of the Ku Klux Klan, you know. And I love Topher Grace from that 70s show. He's a diehard Star Wars fan. And he was in Spider-Man 3, which was great. So, you know, I love Topher Grace. And he said, like, man, I hated this. I hated preparing for this role. Like, Spike Lee called me up. He's like, bro, you're my guy. And Topher's like, oh, my gosh, this is about to be the worst. This is about to be the best month. But it's it's just about to be worse after this because of the character. Because, you know, you really don't know the definition of what evil is until like you watch this until you watch black Klansmen, and you really get into the mindset and you get to see uh david duke and who this man was and i'm like oh my god like never so outright racist in my life like I've like I'd never seen anything like it like and and I live in Alabama and people are like oh there must be a lot of that down there trust me it's not as much racism down here as you think I'm not it does I'm not saying it doesn't exist but it's not as much as you think to the point where we see it every day on a day-to-day basis people may be prejudiced yeah but where I am right now there's not much of that there's not much of that going down you know but and little to none, if we ever see it, we don't. And any of it that is seen is hidden, you know, because it's just prejudice. 
But, like, seeing something like that and hearing them boys, like, say that openly, that's that hurt. It's 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 outright blatant racism. And he let them know. He let them know what it was. Like, I, it's white America always, white America first, and America first, blah, blah. And I'm like, wow, that is evil. So, moving the story forward, um... The undercover cop ends up talking to David Duke back and forth, disguising himself as, um, as, uh, or, or T told him his real name, as a matter of fact. And, um, but it was all, it was all just a cover. So it worked out for the most part, and David Duke fell for it and didn't even suspect it, you know, copied a white man's voice, which was pretty obvious, but funny, you know, and that, that pretty much worked out the way that did. But um, it moved the investigation forward, and eventually there's a slip that they're planning to attack a black power movement uh, or meeting where a older African elder is talking to the younger generation about um, about some past things that happened and why there's a, a war coming. You know, and one of these things involves C4. So, you know, they had they end up having to infiltrate the whole meeting just to get you know, that thing going, and then it branches out into this action-packed suspense sort of thing of trying to stop a bomb from blowing up a house, you know, and, um, it was, it was so moving, it was so moving, but I, it's more like not the details of getting into the film, but more of, like, toward the ending, the plan started and all that, he tells, uh, David Duke, hi, I was a black man, mother effer, you know, it hangs up the phone, and it was hilarious, but at the end of the film, you know, which is where I really wanted to get to, it showed the events of Charlottesville, Virginia, where they had the um, the black power movement, you know, white and blacks alike uh, and all races were gathered together in a place to um, support people, to support uh, others, you know, and to try to bring unity and people who didn't like that, who were probably white supremacists and racists, drove their cars straight into the crowds and ran over people. And they showed Trump's uh, Spike Lee showed Trump's comments saying that there are people on both sides that are good. And I'm like, wait, what? How? You got one side of people who are standing for unity. You got the other side who are white supremacists which side is this? I'm, I'm sorry how are both sides good you know and it shocked the heck out of me and they showed the footage of the white supremacists and how they're still marching and current you know david duke is still alive somehow trying to keep this white supremacy thing alive and it scared the living heck out of me like i didn't go to sleep till three o'clock you know i probably didn't go to sleep till three that morning because i was just so shook I was so shook, you know, at that, that that kind of hate still exists in the world that I'm living in today. But, you know, it's it just gives you something to think about, which is why I think Black Klansman is probably it was, if not the best movie of the 20 um, of the 2019 uh, Oscars. You know, it's just there's nothing like that. There's nothing like that. That was hardcore comedy. But at the heart of it, a seriously toned story. So with that being said, you know, it just it it gives you a real in-depth look about of, of what's going on, you know, in America and the reality that we need to wake up and face that this stuff's still out there. And that, you know, 
in the midst of that, you can, um, there's a lot of unity going on. And that's the good thing is that we got people to fight that'll fight for it. You know, we don't have to get a big rally now because everybody's in on it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, Black Klansman was a great film. It was, it was great writing. Definitely a powerful message from Spike Lee. I love the cast. John David Washington, who's rumored to also play in the Chris Nolan movie soon, was superb. Adam Driver was superb. Topher was superb, even though the character he played was evil. Um, It was just, it was a great film, and it's a must-watch for everyone, um, literally. And if you haven't watched it, or if you have, as a matter of fact, go watch it again, you know, because it's... That's the world we're living in, and that's the reality that we that we have to confront every day. But thankfully, you know, we if we stand in unity, you know, that stuff can uh, that stuff can be defeated. But let me know what you guys think in the comment sections. We got a lot more content coming soon. This is the episode thirty of uh, J House Podcast Radio making strides check out the content on igtv that we're also doing there's a lot more of that coming because that's where i'm i'm about to start literally putting everything follow us on vero snapchat dm me if you got questions if you want to have your um if you want to have your question featured on the questionable minute segment let me know and i'll get back to you all immediately so y'all take it easy and have a a great monday peace Thank you for joining. This has been another edition of J House Radio.